Hi, YouTubers and wet shavers everywhere. It's MargaretGeorgeTune.com. I'm back with another Monday morning mailbag. Get yourself a cup of coffee, kick back, relax. Let's talk a little wet shaving and a few other things. What do you got this morning? I've got a new favorite. Hang on one minute. Hmm. Absolutely wonderful. Uh, courtesy of viewer Jamie Horn, Indiana Jones Toffee Treasure. This is absolutely terrific. This comes from the Bones Coffee Company. Boy, is this terrific. This is a toffee-flavored coffee. Absolutely wonderful. I love the toffee flavoring, and it also has a really nice bold coffee blend flavor to it. Really, really terrific. How much do I like it? Well, I've got one. <laughs> I got one curd cup left. Yeah, this is absolutely a favorite. So my thanks again to Jamie Horn for sending this along to the channel. And he also very kindly sent along the Indiana Jones coffee mug. How about that? That is absolutely a beautiful, beautiful mug. Now check out the badge and the artwork there. That's, uh, you can see that's in honor of the uh, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade right there. Isn't that fantastic? Absolutely fantastic. So yeah, this this coffee mug is definitely a favorite. So my thanks again to Jamie Horn for a really, really beautiful, beautiful coffee mug. We'll have links to both of these items below so you can check them out. So you can check them out yourself. Yeah. So I hope you're enjoying a cup of coffee with me this morning. Hey, today's a national holiday here in the United States of America. It's Martin Luther King Day. So uh, schools are closed. Post offices are closed. Banks are closed. Wall Street's closed. Government offices closed, many businesses are closed. So a lot of us have the day off today. So if you do have the day off today, thanks very much for starting your day with the Monday Morning Mailbag. Really do appreciate that. Now, if you happen to be uh, going to work today, you're one of the individuals that has to go into work today. Well, hey, thanks very much for taking me along on your morning commute. I really do appreciate the lift. And if you're listening to the podcast for some reason, thanks very much for tuning in. I really do appreciate that. Hang on one more sip, because as we like to say on the show, a good hot coffee, a trusty mug. Let the caffeine go to work, gentlemen. Absolutely. Mm, that is absolutely great. Got this message from viewer Rob Bruno, and he wrote, Hi, Mark. No new razors or shave products for me during Christmas. However, I did get a bag of Tim Hortons Original Blend Coffee. Awesome coffee. Yeah, that is good coffee. I know my nephews, Mike and Jim, when they were living in Columbus, they introduced it to me when I went down there to visit. And I said, Tim Hortons, what is that? And you know, <laughs> I mean, I went to Ohio State and at the time, I don't think Tim Hortons was there, but uh, Tim Hortons is very big in Columbus from what I understand. It's not in Northeast Ohio. It might be in certain areas of Northeast Ohio now, but back then it wasn't there. And yeah, I really like that coffee. Absolutely fantastic. I still have my Tim Hortons travel mug that uh, the boys gave me. It's absolutely fantastic. Yeah, that's absolutely a favorite and uh, very, very good coffee. So Rob, uh, you didn't get any... Uh, you didn't get any razors for Christmas, but man, you got some great, great coffee. So enjoy that uh, Enjoy that Tim Hortons coffee. Well, we got a really, really terrific show for you this morning. Let me check out the the um, let me check out the topics here of what we got. Oh, we got a couple of great shaving tips this morning. We also have a shave den visit of sorts from a viewer Mark Bagwell. Uh, he's got a new acquisition in his shaving den that he's going to share with everyone. Uh, got some great comments and refill. New wet shaving gear. Hey, Beth Jones sends in another review on a Bunda Beard shaving product. We also have some other items in wet shaving gear that are really, really terrific. We also have some great questions and comments to get to. Yeah. A really, really terrific full show this morning. So thanks so much for tuning in. If you've got the day off, uh, hey, thanks so much for starting your day with the Monday Morning Mailbag. And I know there are a lot of activities out there planned to uh, honor Dr. King today. So if you're partaking in any of those, uh, enjoy those activities and enjoy the holiday today. So uh, let's get to, uh, well, let's get to, let's kick the show off like we do every week with a viewer morning shaving tip. Well, this morning's shaving tip comes courtesy of viewer Philip Sharp, and that's spelled S-H-A-R-P-E, Philip Sharp. Uh, and Philip writes, Mark, I own multiple razors. One of the tasks I hate the most is cleaning them. So I purchased an ultrasonic cleaner. 
So what I do now is put some warm water and about a teaspoon of Dawn dish soap in the cleaner. Then I disassemble the razors and put them in there for about 10 minutes and let the cleaner do the work while I do something else. Come back when it's done, rinse them and dry them off. They shine like new. The water after in the ultrasonic cleaner is pretty nasty. I also do my brushes the same way. I really enjoy your videos. When my wife and I watch them at night, she always asks me if you are the boom lather guy. <laughs> I always laugh and say yes. Philip Sharp. Hey, Philip, thanks very, very much for uh, the kind words and, uh, and for verifying to your wife that I am the boom lather guy. That's really, that's, really, that's really, really funny. Thanks very much for that. But also, thanks for a really, really great shaving tip. Now, I asked him what brand of ultrasonic cleaner he's using, and uh, he wrote me and said, Mark, here's a link to the exact one I own. It does a really good job for me. So we will link to that particular ultrasonic cleaner below. And if anyone else has an ultrasonic cleaner that they want to recommend, just send me the link and I will post it below because I think YouTube has a problem with uh, posting links from anyone leaving a comment. I think there's something, something goes on with their filter. They, they read it as spam or something like that. So just send me the link at mondaymailbag at gmail.com and I'll post it in the comment section, or we'll just hold them and we'll talk about them on uh, the next Monday morning mailbag and share some of those brands of ultrasonic cleaners with all the viewers out there. But uh, Philip, a really, really great tip in how to clean your razor and your brushes just simply using an ultrasonic cleaner. That is really, really terrific. Thanks very much for sending along a really, really practical and useful shaving tip, especially to those of us that don't want to clean, the, clean our razors and brushes manually. We would just rather just put them into a device, do something else, come back, and they're clean. Absolutely fantastic. So to say thank you for you and only you, an original signed George sketch. So please, uh, email me your snail mail address to mondaymailbag at gmail.com, mondaymailbag at gmail.com, and I will send this to you post haste. And if you out there would like an original signed George sketch, just send me a shaving tip. Send that shaving tip to mondaymailbag at gmail.com, mondaymailbag at gmail.com. And if I use it here on the viewer morning shaving tip segment of the Monday morning mailbag, you too will receive an original signed George sketch. So Philip. Thanks very, very much for a very useful and practical tip. Really, really do appreciate it. Well, we have an extra shaving tip this morning, and it comes from viewer Al Spencer. And coincidentally, it deals with cleaning razors and brushes and that sort of thing. And this is a really great manual method on how to get your shaving gear clean. And Al writes, hey, Mark, this is a topic that I haven't noticed much attention given to. You know how soap scum will form on our razors, brush handles, lather bowls, and even the sink? I used to spend a lot of time with the towel trying to dry or rub the scum off things after my shave until I discovered that hand soap easily cuts the soap scum. We have a pump bottle of Dial Foamy hand soap in the bathroom, and I just put a couple of pumps in my shave bowl and sink then quickly wipe them off with a wet washcloth. Boom, scum is gone. Then a pump of hand soap and a soft toothbrush works for those hard to get places on my razors and brush handles. I'm chuckling as I write this because this might sound like I have OCD about keeping my shave gear clean. I'll just have to blame this on my Air Force training. Bottom line, I'm sure I'm not alone. Looking forward to the next 3MB Al, Al, hey, first of all, thank you very much for your service. Really, really do appreciate that. And this is a great, great shaving tip for getting into some nooks and crannies, cleaning the handles, just using some Dial Foamy hand soap in the bathroom. Great for the sink, great for brush handles, great for razors. Uh, absolutely fantastic. So Al, thanks very, very much for passing this along. So we've got a couple of shaving tips here on how to clean shave gear. One is automatic and the other one is manual with a little more attention to detail. So thanks very much for uh, this tip, Al. Really, really do appreciate it. And uh, there you go, folks. Dial foamy hand soap in the in the pump bottle. Check it out. Al says it does a great job in getting rid of that soap scum on razors, brush handles, lathering bowls, and also the sink. Thanks again, Al. Really do appreciate it. 
Well, we have a Shave Den visit this morning, and it comes courtesy of viewer Mark Bagwell. Now, Mark acquired a brand new piece of wet shaving gear for his Shave Den, and he sent along the following. New addition in my Shave Den. Another masterpiece by Wolf Whiskers. It's in the Bishop handle with a very special striped resin material. The knot is a 25 millimeter Timberwolf. It's a great brush, feels great in the hand, and it's a lather monster. Peter Wolf is a master craftsman. I absolutely love this brush. Wow, Mark, that's an absolutely gorgeous, gorgeous shaving brush from Peter Wolf and Wolf Whiskers. Absolutely beautiful. Folks, we'll be sure to have a link below to the Wolf Whiskers website where you can check out uh, these beautiful, beautiful uh, shaving brushes that Peter Wolf creates. Uh, I had the pleasure of meeting him uh, last year at the Maggard Meetup. A really nice guy and really, really talented artisan. Uh, beautiful, beautiful shaving brushes. Absolutely. So, Mark, thanks very, very much for sharing this uh, new shaving brush with all the viewers out there. It is absolutely spectacular. Enjoy that shaving brush. Great to hear that it's a lather monster. It absolutely looks like it's going to create heaps and heaps of lather, and it looks so awesome. It's just a, just a, I love just the, I love the design of the handle and uh, the, the whole color scheme. And yeah, it's just absolutely fantastic. So enjoy that uh, shaving brush. And folks, again, we'll have a link to Wolf Whiskers where you can check out all the shaving brushes there by Peter Wolf. Thanks again, Mark. Really do appreciate it. Now, we just mentioned the Maggard Meetup. Uh, and last year's Maggard Meetup, I had the pleasure of meeting Peter Wolf. And coincidentally, Bill Murphy sent along this email, and he wrote, in case you did not know this, the end of this email has the date of the next meetup. Yeah, he forwarded this email that went out to those who were on the Maggard uh, mailing list, the Maggard Razor mailing list, and it says, save the date. Uh, 2024 Maggard Meetup will be holding our annual event on April 20, 2024. Further details will be announced soon. Tickets go on sale on February 1, 2024. So when that happens, we'll be sure to update everyone here on the Monday Morning Mailbag. Uh, so there you go. Uh, looks like April 20th, 2024 is going to be the date of the next Maggard Razor Meetup or the next Maggard Meetup. Really looking forward to that. Thanks uh, again to Bill Murphy for the heads up on this. Again, folks, mark your calendar. The Maggard Meetup is going to be April 20th, 2024. Tickets go on sale February 1st, 2024. Bill, thank you very, very much. Well, here's your weekly reminder that the Monday Morning Mailbag is also available as a podcast. Simply get up to your favorite streaming service and search for Monday Morning Mailbag and more, Monday Morning Mailbag and more, and the Monday Morning Mailbag podcast, as well as our other podcast, Second Cup, will come right up. Both of those podcasts are available on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, and now right here on YouTube. Well, what do you know? Coffee's getting low that time of the show. Let's go back for a refill. Well, I hope you're enjoying a cup of coffee with me this morning. I hope you went back for a refill. I sure did. Hang on. I switched it up a little bit. Hang on. This is good, too. This is another Indiana Jones coffee from the Bones Coffee Company. This is a Daring Delight. Yeah, this is coconut and caramel. <laughs> this is really, really terrific. Like this one a lot. Yeah, uh, absolutely fantastic. So there you go. Two great coffees uh, from uh, Bones Coffee Company sent, by, uh, sent in by Jamie Horn. Daring Delight and... Uh, Toffee Treasure. Yeah, both of these are really, really good. So, uh, yeah, absolutely fantastic. And again, enjoying that uh, Indiana Jones coffee mug. And I hope you're enjoying a cup of coffee with me this morning. We got some uh, great comments this morning. 
And again, if you have the day off honoring Dr. King today, thanks very much for tuning in before you head out and attend some of those uh, events marking the day. Really do appreciate that. Um, let's kick it off with something from James Sefton, who wrote, Hey, Mark, another great 3MB as always. Shaved in from Germany was over the top. Have a great day and rest of the week. Yeah, that's... Hey, well, one minute. <laughs> That's great. Wow. <laughs> That's fantastic. I had to have another another sip of that. Really, really good coffee. Yeah, uh, James, you're absolutely correct. That uh, shave den from Winfried Whitcup uh, last week, all the way from Germany, Bavaria, was absolutely fantastic. Really, really terrific, terrific shave den. If you missed it, check out last week's. That would be January 8th, the January 8th broadcast of the Monday Morning Mailbag. Just go to the timestamps and... Just click on Shave Den Visit, and it will take you right to that section of the uh, of the Monday Morning Mailbag. Really, really great, great-looking Shave Den. Uh, I agree, James. Absolutely fantastic. Oh, well, speaking of which, uh, Winfried uh, happened to leave this comment. Hi, Mark. That was a big surprise for me on Monday morning at breakfast. You conveyed it brilliantly. I am absolutely happy about this presentation, and you pronounced my name Perfectly. Thanks for the contribution. Best regards from Germany, Bavaria, Winfried Whitcup. With Winfried, my absolute pleasure. It's an absolutely fantastic looking shaved in. And, and as I say, uh, very inspiring to those out there who want to put together their own shaved in. So thanks very much for sending along the video, the pictures, and uh, telling us all about it. Really, really terrific. Uh, Jonathan Nichols wrote, Good morning, Mark. Another great Monday morning mailbag. What are those brass things that look like genie bottles? Are they cologne dispensers? Wow. Uh, Winfried has a great shave den. Happy New Year to you and all of our wet shavers. Uh, yeah, Jonathan, that's a great question. If you look at the uh, shave den, there are some uh, like, like brass containers. I'm wondering what those are for. Winfried, if you're watching this, please comment below and let us know uh, what those are. They look absolutely, they look, they look absolutely wonderful. I just don't know what are they cologne, they're holding cologne. That's what we're, that's what we're thinking. That's what we're guessing. So uh, thanks very much for that, Jonathan. I really do appreciate it. And I look forward to hearing from Winfried regarding that, regarding your question. Uh, Christian Ortlip wrote, uh, and this is in regards to glue on razor blades. Hi, Mark. Uh, I saw it after a few more blades that I might not have checked that there is only a minimum of glue on the double-wrapped ones. Sorry. Oh, no, that's, that's no problem at all. I, I thought there was no glue on them at all. But again, there is just a little bit of glue on some of those double-wrapped blades out there. Uh, but it is way less than on the single-wrapped ones. I agree. Absolutely. Uh, grade 3MB. And like I wrote earlier today, I am glad that you showed Winnie's shave den. He was so happy and thanked me for the tip to write you and uh, all the other friendly comments. Thanks to you too. Uh, you made an old man, Winfried, really happy. Greetings, uh, Christian. Uh, Christian, thanks very much for uh, uh, inspiring and, and recommending to Winfried that he send in his shave den, because really, I mean, it was really, really wonderful. So thanks very much for being a whole part of that. Really, really do appreciate it. It was an awesome shave den. And uh, thanks again for your comments on the uh, glue on razor blades. Andrew Hill wrote, great show, Mark. Having a cup of caramel truffle coffee by Kroger's Private Select Brands of Coffee. Uh, I know you don't do chocolate, but anyone who does like the taste of coffee and chocolate together will love this. Uh, the gentleman from Germany Shave Den, wow, very impressive. Love the new gear segment. I really need to get the My Blades. Uh, I've not seen one bad review on them. Again, great show. Have a great week. Yeah, the uh, my blades, uh, razor blades. We talked about them. Uh, here we have a few of them. Here I've took some packs off already, but we had some of these uh, sent in. These were sent in by uh, Wally Pankowski, and I've used them. And <laughs> I have some of these in my shave den right now. But this is the the card with the blades that he sent in originally. And these are terrific. I just reviewed the silver blades. They are really, really wonderful. Nice and smooth. Terrific. And of course, the platinum, bla platinum blades are very, very good as well. I'm going to have to use these again to kind of remind myself how good they are because I haven't used them in a while. But both of them are very, very good. And the platinum blades have uh, little inspirational quotes 
on the wrappers. So I think that's a really, really nice touch. And um, yeah, really, really terrific blade. So thanks again to Wally Pankowski for sending them in. Really, really do appreciate it, Wally. And uh, Andrew, yeah, try them. They are really great. And I agree, uh, uh, Winfried's uh, Shaved In was really, really awesome. Uh, oh, Wally Pankowski wrote, Mark, uh, thanks for the shout out. Great 3MB. Just to be clear, here, let's get these blades back. Uh, only the platinum blades are made from recycled metals, not the silver blades. Both are great. Um, uh, Joel, yeah, this is directed at Joel. Love your cayenne bowl and brush. I have the cayenne domino bowl and matching brush with a synthetic knot, a perfect lathering machine. Yeah, those cayenne bowls, check those out. We'll link them below again. Absolutely fantastic. Mark Bagwell kind of kicked it off by showing us his copper ore uh, shaving bowl from Cayenne. And uh, we've, we had um, Joel send one in and uh, Wally has one. And it's proving to be a very, very popular, popular shaving bowl. So thanks very much for confirming how great they are, Wally. And thanks very much for clarifying the sustainability aspect of these blades. The silver blades are sustainable only at the cardboard uh, level. The uh, the cardboard tuck level, the paper is recycled to make that cardboard tuck holding the blades and the wrappers, uh, from what I understand. And the uh, platinum blades are completely sustainable. The metal is recycled. It's made with recycled metal. So uh, that kind of clarifies it. I believe it's just a wrap. Well, I'm not sure. The, the silver one, I'm assuming it's the I'm assuming it's the cardboard tuck, but the wrappers for sure. Let me put it to you that way. So Wally, thanks very much for clarifying that. Really do appreciate it. Uh, Bart Buzz, I think this is I, <laughs> Bart Buzz. Is this Bart Bartlett? I think it, I think it might be. Bart Buzz wrote, Happy New Year, Mark. My first Monday morning mailbag of 2024. Lots of good stuff as usual. Regarding the glue on blade phobia, I have never had any issues with glue affecting blade alignment or performance. I have cork blades that appear to have excess glue and discovered it made no difference with the shave. Perhaps just another case of your mileage may vary. Here's to a great year of Monday morning mailbag videos. Hey, Bart, thanks very much for confirming that. I haven't really seen much difference in blade alignment either. Uh, I've noticed a, a little more glue on single wrap blades, uh, a little less glue on double wrap blades, but I haven't really had any uh, alignment issues either. So again, I think you're right. Your mileage may vary. And thanks very much for the kind words about the Monday morning mailbag. Uh, Nicholas Marion, 8468, wrote, I have only dry loaded my brushes with soap and my Colonel Conch Bay Rum from six years ago still smells like new. Wish they didn't have to change their formula. That was my very first shave soap. Yeah, the Colonel Conch original shave soaps, the glycerin uh, shave soaps are terrific. And if you're dry loading, Nicholas, and the scent is still there, then... That is a really good indication that dry loading is probably a little better than blooming. Now, we had this discussion in the previous Monday morning mailbag regarding blooming a soap or dry loading a soap. And some viewers were saying that if they, uh, if they dry load their soap, the scent will stay, uh, will stay longer with the shave soap rather than blooming it. Adding that water and blooming it will actually um, take away the scent more quickly. Uh, so here, Nicholas is saying that, yeah, dry loading uh, will maintain the scent for a longer period of time. And he's got Colonel Conk Bay Rum that is still very, very good from six years ago. Wow. Thanks very much for that, Nicholas. Really do appreciate it. Uh, Alfred Spencer wrote, hey, Mark, looks like you might have to add something extra when showing new blades on 3MB. Glue or no glue, have an awesome week. You know what? I'm considering that. <laughs> if I come across a new blade, I'm considering doing that. Just to open it up on camera and go, okay, is there glue or no glue? Or a little bit of glue or a lot of glue. Absolutely. Thanks for the suggestion. Really do appreciate that, Alfred. Viewer Steve M1563 writes, Hi, Mark. I have a high-proof razor from Initial Design. Oh, this is in regards to a razor that viewer Martin Ferguson recommended in last week's Monday Morning Mailbag, the proof razor, or the high-proof razor. It's an aluminum razor with a single edge. Uh, it is, uh, you know, you can take a DE razor blade and snap it in two and put a snapped DE blade into the razor head, single-edge razor, 
and uh, it has a magnetic head that uh, keeps everything in place. It's made from aluminum. It's made entirely in Montana, USA. Looks like a really, really neat razor. Anyhow, Steve M. writes, uh, Hi, Mark. I have a high-proof razor from Initial Design. I think it's a good razor, but a little pricey for what it is. I haven't tried the revision, but it looks like they made improvements. I would recommend it. Uh, I would stay away from the cloth case because if the magnets holding the cap separate, the cap could fall out of the side and get lost. The design makes me nervous. Great show. Have a great week. Well, I asked him to clarify that last bit in his comment there. And uh, he was saying, uh, I would say I'm not concerned with the cap coming off during the shaving, though I would not want to mislead anyone considering their products giving the idea that the cap may not stay on during shaving. Only concerned that the cap could come off if jostled hard during travel in the case. Yeah, he was, he was saying that with the cloth case, if, if uh, while you're traveling and it's in your dop kit uh, or in your luggage and it gets jostled somehow, uh, that cap might slip out of that case and you might lose the cap. That's what he's saying. But he's, he's saying that it's very, very secure when you're shaving with it. It is a magnetic cap and it looks like they've improved that they've improved that magnetic cap as well to be even stronger than the initial design that Steve has. So if Steve is saying that the razor from initial design has a very, very secure cap during shaving, then this new one is even more secure. So thanks very much for that, Steve. Really do really do appreciate the clarification on that. The one Baba wrote uh, Tatara's blades are also double-wrapped if anyone is interested. I really like them. Another no-glue option blade. Well, now I'm going to have to look at Tatara blades and find out if it actually is no glue or just a little bit of glue, slight little bit of glue, that sort of thing. But uh, hey, uh, the one Baba, thanks very much for passing that along. Really, really do appreciate it. Oh, and he added here, laugh out loud, I watched the end of your video and now I've got to go home and find out if Tatara has any glue on their double wrapping. <laughs> Please let us know, Baba, what you find out, if there's a little bit of glue, a slight little bit of glue or no glue on those double, double wrapped Tatara razor blades. And that wraps up this week's refill segment. My thanks to everyone who contributed. Really do appreciate it. We'll do it again next week. Okay, let's check out some new wet shaving gear. Well, Beth Jones very kindly sent in the following review on Bunda Beard's Kirsten Sabos Glycerin Shave Soap. Uh, now that's spelled K-I-R-S-T-E-N followed by S-E then followed by B-O-S. I believe it's pronounced Kirsten Sabos. I hope I pronounced that correctly. And it is a glycerin shave soap. And Beth uh, sent in the following review. Uh, for this shave, I use the following. A Henson TI 22 Mild Razor, a Menorah Golden Shave Razor Blade, Kirsten Sabos Glycerin Shave Soap, and a Timeless Lather Bowl. Kirsten Sabos Glycerin Shave Soap Ingredients uh, and this is for the hard soap version. Steric acid, vegetable-based, distilled water, palm oil, sustainably sourced, canola oil, non-GMO, glycerin, vegetable-based, coconut oil, castor oil, caustic potash, caustic soda, lavender essential oil, orange essential oil, folded, rose geranium essential oil, lang lang essential oil, that's spelled Y-L-A-N-G, then Y-L-A-N-G, I believe it's pronounced Yang-Yang, I think. <laughs> I may have that wrong, or Yang-Yang. Uh, Pacholi essential oil. Uh, now, on cold, upon opening, uh, she writes, very lavender and patchouli forward. But again, this soap, like Bunda Babe Leg Balm, has a more complex fragrance. When hot water applied, I poured hot water over the puck and let it stand for about five minutes. The bloom water was a heavenly and heady mixture of lavender, patchouli, rose, orange, and geranium. When I began to build my lather, I could pick up background notes of rose, orange, and geranium, but the fragrance was still predominantly lavender and patchouli. I loaded my brush for about five minutes and made enough lather 
for two passes with lots of lather still on the brush and in the bowl. This soap is water loving and while loading my brush, I applied small amounts of water frequently in order to build a lather. With sufficient water, this soap bursts into a heavy lather, but it does require more water and loading time depending upon how much lather you like or prefer. Now here's what she has to say about the shave. Lots of slickness, protection, and glide. The soap's fragrance was still strong, and this just made the entire shaving process that much more enjoyable. Post-shave. Soap rinses very easily without leaving any oily residue behind. My skin felt so soft, smooth, and moisturized. And when I applied the Bunda Babe Leg Balm, wow, a marriage made in heaven. Final thought. Kirsten Sabos is a floral fragrance soap that is just fantastic. And since it is a hard puck, it should last for quite a while. However, it is not just for the lady wet shavers. I believe it would also be suitable for gentlemen wet shavers. Just bear in mind that this soap is very lavender and patchouli forward shave soap. When I open the lid on the container, literally a cloud of lavender patchouli fragrance wafted up from the container. I will say that the fragrance lingered for a short amount of time post-shave, but I did not find that it clashed with the fragrance of the Bunda Babe leg balm I used post-shave. One additional final thought. I agree with Mark's assessment of glycerin-based soaps as being a thirsty soap, and Kirsten Sabos certainly fits the bill of being a thirsty soap. Hey, Beth, thanks very, very much for this review. Yeah, I have used some of the... Uh, some of the glycerin-based soaps from uh, Bunda Beard, and I found them to be a beautiful lathering soap. And yeah, uh, glycerin soaps like water, but the one thing I found, and I think you found as well from uh, Bunda Beard uh, glycerin soaps, is that if you have the uh, proper amount of water when building that lather, that lather does not dry out as quickly as some other glycerin soaps. Uh, it just likes that water, but it retains the water and the moisture on the lather during your shave without drying out. That's what I also found uh, to be so excellent about the Bunda Beard Glycerin Shave Soaps. So Beth, thanks very, very much for sending in this wonderful review of Bunda Beard's Kirsten Sabos Glycerin Shaving Soap. Folks, we'll have links below. Thanks again, Beth. Really do appreciate it. Well, the folks at Boonda Beard left the following comment in the comment section of the review I did on their Shark Dive Shaving Soap and Aftershave Balm. And they wrote, Hey, Mark, thanks for taking the time and making the effort to review our stuff. Nothing makes us happier than folks enjoying our products. Thanks for highlighting what this soap is about. We really tried our best to get the best glycerin base for this range. We have found most new customers start with the cheaper soaps and products, and we certainly do not want them to have anything but a good introduction to wet shaving. Its second purpose is to keep guys who are low on cash in the suds. Affordability is this soap's primary mission. Well, thanks very, very much for the kind words. Uh, we've had a chance to review both the glycerin shaving soaps and the tallow shaving soaps here on the channel. Both are really, really wonderful Really, really splendid shaving soaps. And of course, you just heard Beth Jones' review on Kirsten Sabos Glycerin Shaving Soap, and she really, really loved it, as well as the Boone the Babe uh, Leg Balm, Aftershave Leg Balm. So we will have a link below to Boonda Beard where you can check out all the products that they offer. Really, really terrific shaving soap and aftershave balms. And again, my thanks to viewer Dr. Edward de Villiers for very kindly and generously sending along a nice sampling of Boonda Beard shaving products. Thank you again, doctor. Really, really do appreciate it. And again, once more, thanks to the folks at Boonda Beard for leaving a very, very nice comment in the Shark Dive review. Thanks again, folks. Really, really do appreciate it. Well, we have another shaving soap review this morning, and it comes courtesy of viewer Mark Bagwell. And Mark reviews Hendrix Classics and Company's Citrus Bomb Shave Soap. Now, he gives it a ranking for each quality and aspect of the shave soap. So let's get right into his review of Hendrix Classic and Company's Citrus Bomb Shave Soap. Do you love the scent of a grapefruit? If so, this is the soap for you. 
Grapefruit is the dominant scent, but it's rounded out with a sweet citrus. So this is more than just grapefruit. I love the scent, so I give this scent five stars. Let's talk about the lather. After all, it's the quality of the lather that really matters. My experience was very positive. The soap lathered easily into a deep, rich lather that provided plenty of cushion and slickness. My one advice is don't go crazy with the water. It can take some water, but don't drown it. Gotta say, five stars for the lather. So what about the post shave? In one word, fantastic. My skin feels hydrated and soft after my shave. Okay, five stars for the post shave. So it's time for my final score. I give this a solid 4.9 stars. I took off one decimal point because Hendrix is out of their roasted coffee shaving soap. Anyone who knows Mr. Zeradi and I know nothing gets five stars without a great cup of Java. <laughs> yeah, that is absolutely true, Mark. Absolutely true. Thanks very much for a terrific review on Hendrix Classics and Company's Citrus Bomb Shave Soap. Folks, we'll have a link below. Thanks again, Mark. Really do appreciate it. Well, we have another shaving soap review for you this morning, and it comes courtesy of viewer Aaron Watson. Now, Aaron happened to see the review we did on Talent Soap Factory's Frenchie Shave Soap and After Shave Splash. Both of these were very kindly sent to the channel by viewer Kenny Embry. Kenny, thank you again very, very much for sending these in and allowing, uh, allowing the channel to introduce the folks out there to Talent Soap Factory, Shave Soaps, and Aftershave Splashes. They're wonderful. And uh, we provided a link below in the description so uh, folks can go up there and check out the Etsy storefront and see what other shave soaps and splashes that the uh, Talent Soap Factory offers. And that's exactly what Aaron Watson did. And he wrote the following. Hi, Mark. I hope the new year is treating you well. I caught your review of the Frenchie Shave Soap from Talent Soap Factory, so I decided to check out their Etsy store for their products. One caught my eye because of the description, Galaxy Grape. The description was Grape Soda. This got me thinking about my childhood and remembering the treats of Grape Soda that I got during the summers on my grandparents' farm. Sharing a Fanta Grape Soda was something that my late grandfather and I did after working on the farm. I also enjoy soaps with unique and fun scents, so I ordered this one on a whim. This is a great soap. The scent is like the grape soda I remember 40 years ago with my grandfather. After working up a lather, the smell was even better. Like your review, the thick and smooth lather provided a fantastic shave. The best part of this product was the memories it brought back of my grandfather, who was no longer with me. He was the person who taught me a traditional shave. I still have his straight razor and a 1950s Gillette double-edge safety razor. The Galaxy Grape is a great shaving soap that gave me a great shave. But honestly, the best part was the nostalgia of my grandfather it brought back. Wow, and he finishes it here. Thanks, Aaron Watson. Aaron, that's absolutely wonderful to hear. A really, really nice review and endorsement for Galaxy Grape from Talent Soap Factory, but also a wonderful connection to your late grandfather in the traditional wet shave. Absolutely awesome that you have his straight razor and also his vintage Gillette safety razor. Absolutely wonderful. And I'm so glad that Kenny Embry sent in the uh, Frenchie Shave Soap from Talent Soap Factory and uh, allow the channel to introduce it to all the viewers out there because here's, here's a wonderful, a wonderful thing that happened right here with Aaron Watson finding a shave soap that brought back such wonderful memories of his grandfather and uh, his grandparents' farm and uh, a Fanta grape soda and that great connection uh, through the traditional wet shave. Wow, that's absolutely wonderful. Aaron, thanks for a really, really wonderful, wonderful review 
of Galaxy Grape from the Talent Soap Factory. Again, folks, we will have a link to their Etsy storefront. And once more, my thanks to Kenny Embry for kicking it all off by sending the channel the Frenchie Shave Soap and Aftershave Splash. Folks, check out Talent Soap Factory. They make some wonderful shave soaps and aftershave splashes. And who knows, you might come across one shaving soap up there that also brings back some wonderful memories during your traditional wet shave. Thanks again, Aaron. Really do appreciate it. Bill Murphy checked in regarding a shaving bowl from Shave Nation, and he wrote, I have been waiting for over a year for this bowl to come back into stock. As a matter of fact, it has come back in several variations. I ordered the Bumpy Indestructible in blue. I'm also keeping an eye on the new copper shaving bowl, which looks a lot like the Captain's Choice Copper Bowl. Here is a link to the page and a link to the video showing the durability of the Indestructible from Shave Nation. Now, we'll provide that link below, and the Indestructible looks very, very much like this Shave Nation bowl that Bill Murphy very, very kindly and generously sent to the channel. We've used this one before. It makes an absolutely beautiful lather. But the difference between this bowl and the Indestructible is... The indestructible is indestructible. And in that video, you'll see Geo Fat Boy take a baseball bat to it and a hockey stick and drop it, and it doesn't break. It doesn't break at all. So check it out, and we will also do a follow-up uh, from Bill uh, after he uh, gets the ball and uses it and uh, you know lets us know uh, how it performs as far as building a lather and that sort of thing. But I can tell you, if it's anything like this original Shave Nation bowl right here, it's going to do a beautiful job building a lather. And again, he says it comes in a, a couple of variations, and he got a uh, one with a bumpy interior, very, very similar to the, um, the uh, Starry Night uh, lathering bowl that Beth Jones sent the channel. Nice, some nice bumps in there that offers some nice resistance uh, when building a lather. So looking forward to uh, hearing your comments and review about how the shave bowl performs. But uh, thanks again for the update on this, Bill. Really, really do appreciate it. Looking forward to uh, hearing your review and your thoughts on the uh, Shave Nation Indestructible. Now, Bill also offered some information regarding Yates Precision Manufacturing Razors. He acquired two of them, and he wrote, As for Yates... I recently received the Merica Razor in brass and the 921M in bead blast finish. I can't believe the amazing shaves I have been getting from both. There is hardly any blade feel and yet the shave is close. Unbelievable! I think both would be great for beginners, especially the Merica because of the lower price. Great for beginners. I could go on about these razors, but I think, <laughs> I think this is enough for now. Have a great week. Bill Murphy. Well, hey, Bill, you know what? We happen to have the uh, 921M right here. This is the stone wash finish. This was very kindly sent to the channel by uh, Beth Jones. Thank you again, Beth. Yeah, a terrific, terrific razor. Uh, really like this one a lot. And uh, we also have the hybrid base plate uh, for, this, uh, for this particular razor here. And uh, let me show you the hybrid base plate right here, the hybrid base plate in brass. So that, that has a, a, scalloped, a scalloped comb right here on one side and an open comb on the other side. And uh, you just plug this into the 921, and boy, does that deliver a great shave. As a matter of fact, uh, I used, before cameras rolled, I used the Shave Nation uh, lathering bowl here, Shave Nation shave bowl here to build my lather, and I used the 921M with the hybrid plate uh, to have my shave, and it was a, an absolutely beautiful two-pass BBS shave uh, with uh, both of these items. Really, really terrific. And the Merica razor, you have it in brass. Uh, I happen to have it in stainless. Yeah, terrific, terrific razor, and it also has a magnet at the end there, so you can pick up razor blades. And I'm assuming the brass version has that magnet in the bottom as well.
So yeah, some fantastic wet shaving products from Shave Nation, the Indestructible, and also from Yates Precision Manufacturing, the 921M, and the America uh, Razor. So uh, folks, we'll have links below to both of those uh, websites where you can check out those products. Bill, thanks very, very much for the review and the recommendations, and looking forward to your review uh, your further review of the uh, Indestructible from Shave Nation. Bill, thanks again very much. Really do appreciate it. Viewer Tim Whitcup checked in regarding a couple of razors he received right after Christmas, the Razor Rock Slock and the Razor Rock Old Type. Uh, and he wrote, hey, Mark, I got my Razor Rock Slock and Razor Rock Old Type razors. I shave with the slock and it's awesome. It's a nice, mild, but efficient shave. It's got some heft. For the price, you can't find a better razor. Chris Bailey loves this razor even better than the Phoenix Shaving Dock. I'll try the old type razor tomorrow. Oh, I use the Permasharp blade, a good combination. Now, what is a razor rock slock? What is the razor rock slock razor? What is a slock razor? Well, as they write on the product page, what is a razor rock slock? Slock is an acronym for self-lubricating open comb. The razor rock slock is based on a 1940s vintage razor called the Grand Shave King Self-Lubricating Razor. I happen to have one of those right here. Here it is right here. Here it is right here. Here's a, the Grand Shave King Self-Lubricating Razor. It has a double open comb right there, aluminum handle. And as they go on to say, what makes the slock different is the open comb teeth on both the top cap and the base plate. The design helps to trap extra shaving lather in the teeth, providing extra lubrication and glide on each stroke of the razor. Some people even call it the ultimate blade buffing razor because you can go over the same spot several times with less chance of irritation. Now, I have reviewed this and uh, a very, very good razor. I enjoyed it. Initially, uh, I think I probably, um, I think I overestimated the amount of lather that this cap traps. However, when I use it as a regular DE razor, like any other safety razor, it really does give a very, very splendid shave, as does any of the razors that have this double open comb. Uh, the Phoenix Shaving Dock right here, their double open comb, which is an homage to this original uh, slock razor right here. This does a really, really great job. And also the uh, Ascension razor also has a double open comb uh, razor head there. And I believe that's also based on the, the slock razor head. Uh, yeah, so I, I like these razors a lot, and I use them as I would any other DE razor, uh, and I find that they do a, a great job and really deliver some nice, nice, smooth shaves. Now, uh, whether or not you want to take advantage of that... Uh, that extra lather that's trapped in the razor head, you'll have to experiment with that a little bit. I have found that uh, eh, maybe yes, maybe no. I just use it as a regular DE razor and I get some great, great shaves. So maybe there is a little extra lubrication trapped in the razor head there that uh, really benefits the shave. Uh, but again, my technique is just to use it as a regular DE safety razor like I would any DE safety razor, and I get some great, great shaves. Absolutely. Now, the uh, Razor Rock Old Type Razor, which I happen to have right here, this is based on the vintage Gillette Old Type Razor. I happen to have one right here. This is the one that I bought uh, for an upcoming review. <laughs> so there is a little crack in the handle here. Where is that little hairline crack? There's a little hairline crack right there. I don't know if you can see that. See that right there? So this is not my grandfather's old type razor. This is one that I, I purchased off eBay for about $20. But the reason why I bought the uh, Razor Rock old type razor was because of my grandfather's old type razor, which looks a lot like this. Uh, because I didn't want to use my grandfather's razor over and over and over for fear of uh, getting a crack in the handle, which you see right here. Uh, my grandfather's old type razor, the handle is intact. So I only use it once in a blue moon on a special occasion. And that's why I bought the old type razor. So I'd have something to use that would give me a shave similar to the vintage Gillette old type razor. 
And uh, yeah, this is very, very good. And it, it really does deliver a similar shave. So if you're looking for a good solid razor that comes with a stainless steel handle, I believe it comes with a stainless steel handle still, and uh, a nice razor head, check out the old type uh, razor. It really is terrific, terrific razor from Razor Rock. So I really enjoy uh, using the old type razor. And, uh, you know, again, it's uh, based based on the vintage old type. So there you go. So you have the option there. You can go up to eBay and get an actual vintage old type razor, maybe with a handle that is maybe intact or maybe isn't cracked that that badly. Uh, or uh, just go up to Razor Rock and get an old type razor right here. Uh, it really is terrific. And both of these razors come in at really, really nice price points. So thanks to uh, Tim Whitcup for sending along that terrific review and endorsement of a couple of great razors from Razor Rock, the Razor Rock Slock and also the Razor Rock Old Type Razor. Thanks again, Tim. Really do appreciate it. And that wraps up, that wraps up this week's look at new wet shaving gear. Thanks to everyone who contributed. Really do appreciate it. We'll do it again next week. Okay, let's get to some of these questions and comments. I recently received the following email from viewer Matt Armstead. And Matt wrote, Hi Mark, hope all is well with you enjoying all the videos that you do. Matt, thank you very much for that. I really do appreciate it. He continues here. I thought you and all the viewers would like to know about a couple of shaving soap updates. I recently went to Taylor of Old Bond Street and bought myself a Taylor of Old Bond Street Super Badger shaving brush and a shaving cream, Royal Forest shave cream. Wonderful cream, the scent is marvelous. Now, this is the London store that he went to, located at 74 German Street. Now, uh, I believe it's pronounced German. It's spelled J-E-R-M-A-I-N-E. -I, -E. I believe it's pronounced German. If I'm, <laughs> if I'm incorrect, forgive me, but I think I heard it pronounced German somewhere online. Uh, anyhow, this is the St. James London store near Piccadilly Circus, Central London West. Uh, Matt lives in the area, and he often travels to London. Anyhow, he continues here, uh, but I noticed uh, that it didn't have the thin plastic lid that covers the cream before you put on the main lid that screws onto the tub. Now he's talking about the uh, shaving cream. Uh, he's talking about this plastic lid right here. Let me see if I can pop that out here, right here like this. Get that out of there. There it is, there it is. There it is, this lid right here. This lid right here goes onto the tub like that as your first seal, and then this lid screws on like that. And he says that lid is no longer there on the, on the uh, shaving cream tub. But I noticed that it didn't have the thin plastic lid that covers the cream before you put on the main lid that screws onto the tub. So I went to ask someone who works in there, and they said they no longer supply those lids for their soap tubs because they want to reduce the amount of plastic that they use for their tubs. Wow, how about that? So I'm wondering, folks, if you've purchased anything from uh, Taylor of Old Bond Street, either from Amazon or uh, another online retailer, and if it has this plastic lid. And I'm wondering how this plastic lid is going to affect the, the preservation of that shave soap, uh, shave cream that's in there. Now look, I've got, this is my scent, this is sandalwood, this is a great scent. I love this scent. I love this scent and I love the performance of this. And I've had this for about five or six years and there is still some shave cream in there, as you can see, and the scent is still very, very present. And I think it's because of this little plastic lid that helps seal in the scent and seal in the moisture and still makes that uh, shaving cream still very viable after all these years. So uh, let us know in the comments below if you uh, have, if you've purchased any, any Taylor of Old Bond Street shaving cream recently in their tub and if it has that little plastic lid there. Uh, so, yeah, really curious about that and really curious if the, the absence of those little plastic lids 
is going to affect the, uh, the longevity of the scent because we, we just talked about dry loading and blooming shaving soap. So here's something else that could affect perhaps the long-term scent of Taylor of Old Bond Street shaving creams. Uh, now he goes on to continue here. Uh, I also bought some Mitchell wool fat shaving soap and dish uh, and also a refill soap. I noticed that the dish does not have the, quote, original formula 1893, unquote, also on the refill box. But the dish still is handmade and still has that great vintage look to it. Haven't tried the soap yet, but the smell is still the same as the original soap. Take care, Mark, and enjoy your weekend, Matt. Now, my particular uh, Mitchell's wool fat uh, lid has the original 1890 formula, 1893 formula uh, text right there, as you can see. Original 1893 formula. Uh, and uh, the one that Matt bought does not have that. So have they changed the formula in some way uh, where it's no longer the original 1893 formula? Has anyone heard anything about Mitchell's Wolfat possibly changing their formula where they've removed this from the lid of the uh, the dish and also from the refill package that uh, Matt showed us. Uh, really curious about this. Uh, so a couple of uh, a couple of great soap updates from Matt uh, Matt Armstead. We talked about this in Second Cup last week, and I'm really really happy to show you the photos that he sent along, and also to kind of hold up, actually hold up. Uh, my uh, Taylor of Old Bond Street soap tub and also my Mitchell's, Mitchell's Wool Fat uh, dish right here with the original formula, original 1893 formula stamped on there. Yeah, so <laughs> I'm really curious. Uh, what do you think about the absence of the lid on the Taylor of Old Bond Street soap tub? And uh, what do you think is going on with the Mitchell's Wool Fat that they no longer have the uh, original 1893 formula stamped on the dish or on their refill packages. Uh, comment below, let us know. Hey, Matt, thanks again for a really, really great soap update. Really do appreciate it. Stan Chapman sent along the following question, and he wrote, Hello, Mark. Just finished watching another grade 3MB and decided to ask a question I've been pondering. You have, I'm sure, hundreds of shave soaps, and wonder if you ever ran into this problem and how you handled it. I came up with a solution that seems to have worked, but wanted to ask you and your viewers if it was the right way. Problem I've run into is some of my shave soaps are approaching four years old, and though close to being used up, a few are drying out. All of them are a variation of crope-style soaps from various vendors. Soap containers are only open long enough to scoop for bowl lathering. The soap never gets wet, as in blooming or brush loading, so no need to let them sit out open to dry. I pondered a solution to rehydrate the soap. Since I am a cigar smoker, I have some distilled water on hand for my humidor. I put an approximate one-eighth inch of water on top of the soap, sealed it, and let it sit for a few days. Surprisingly, this did very well to rehydrate the soap, but again, I don't know if this was the right way to do this. Any input and or suggestions would be great, Stan Chapman. Stan, thanks very much for the question, and I'll put it to the viewers. Uh, what do you say, folks? Is this a good method to rehydrate a shave soap that has dried out? Uh, Stan, I've never run into this situation, so I can't really say. I like to bloom all my shave soaps. Now, recently, I have been doing uh, a dry brush load, so to speak, where I'm not blooming the soap. I'm just wetting the brush a little bit and then introducing it into the puck. And even then, that's adding a little bit of water to the puck uh, itself. So my, my usual routine is bloom the soap, dump out the water, get a wet brush, do a brush load, grab my lathering bowl, uh, build my lather, and after my shave, I wipe out uh, the outside of the shave soap, maybe a little bit of a remnant of lather that's inside still, and then I let it air out for a good 24 hours before resealing it. 
and then I'll reseal it after 24 hours. I'll put it on a shelf, and then uh, when I'm ready for the next shave, I'll pull it out. I'll open it up. The scent is still there. Uh, the soap, the crope quality is still there, nice and soft. And, uh, you know, I go about that routine uh, again. And uh, we just talked about it earlier in the show, whether uh, dry loading uh, and scooping, I would say, I can add scooping to that, will aid in keeping the scent longer versus blooming where you're introducing water into it all the time if that's going to uh, kill the longevity of the scent um, or kill the scent more quickly. Uh, again, because I bloom uh, my shave soaps, I've not run into a problem of soap drying out uh, like that. Uh, the only soap that I have, you know, now that, now that I'm thinking about it, that is dry is uh, Mitchell's Wolf Fact. And that's kind of, that's not really a croak. That's kind of just a hard puck. So I'll just add water to that and brush load from that. Um, you know, that sort of thing. But most of my softer soaps have remained softer uh, because I'm blooming with them. And uh, I, I understand what the challenge is here. The soap is drying out. If I'm interpreting this correctly, the soap is drying out and you want to be able to scoop it out and place it in your lathering bowl as you did when it was brand new. But because it's drying out, you're unable to do that. So you're thinking of rehydrating it in some way, introducing water to it in some way so that it becomes more uh, of, a, of, a, of a crope consistency. Am I, am I correct on that? Folks, is this a right method or a wrong method? Uh, again, Stan, I've, I've never come across this with my shave soaps yet. So I, I, I can't say uh, what the approach would be because I haven't experimented one way or the other. But I'll put it to the viewers, folks. What do you, what do you say? Does anybody out there have a solution for Stan? Please comment below and let us know. And uh, I look forward to seeing all the answers and uh, a really, really great discussion on this. So Stan, thanks very, very much for sending along this question. I think you're on the right track. But I, just a gut feeling, just a hunch. I think you're on the right track. Maybe a variation of what you're doing is the right answer. We'll find out from viewers. Thanks again, Stan. Really do appreciate it. Viewer Rodney Ripplinger checked in regarding a video he came across from a new wet shaving channel on YouTube. And he wrote, the video is by a fellow with a new channel with only 100 subscribers. I guess I'm 101. He was told by a fellow at another channel about a way he likes to shave with adjustable razors. The way he does it is he starts with a low number like two for the first pass. Then subsequent passes go to higher numbers rather than lower ones as one would expect. For instance, the second pass would be at level three, the third pass would be at level four, etc. So the Stubble Meets Steel fellow did a video doing one side of his face in the normal way and the other side low to high. He liked the low to high method better than the normal way of shaving. I know Heiko Shaves likes to shave like that, at least some of the time. Maybe this is a European thing? So I gave it a try and I'm a convert. A very smooth first pass and as long as you don't jump to too high a number, it remains comfortable and close. One might ask, what about the third pass at a higher number? Well, that isn't a problem because if I was using a non-adjustable razor, that amount of aggression is automatically chosen for me. So, okay, I also had very nice results with an Allen block. I tried it with my Progress, Viking, and Gillette Slim, and they all did a great job. Hey, Rodney, thanks very, very much for this topic. Really do appreciate it. This is the increase versus decrease method of using the adjustable razor. Now, the, the thinking here is the increase method is going to give you a closer shave because at milder settings, you're removing a little bit of that beard growth in stages. And by the time you get to the, the final stage of your shave, your razor is at a higher level of efficiency or a higher level of efficiency or aggression and there isn't as much beard growth there to remove and it results in a closer shave. The, the thinking also is that because you're starting milder and working to a, a more aggressive uh, level uh, that you're reducing the, uh, the chance of nicks and cuts uh, on those first couple of passes as well. Um, the only downside is, is that uh, if you're at 
too high a level of aggression for that final shaving pass, it could result in a little bit of razor burn. So I would think that that first starting point, that first level is very, very important. So you can figure out uh, where your starting point is and where your finishing point is so that you're, you still remain within a tolerable level uh, for your particular beard and skin growth. Uh, I, I think that's really, really important because if you start a little too mild, then by the time you get to some of the upper levels of aggression, you might not have dialed it up enough. So perhaps you're not removing enough beard growth. That's just a, a hunch on my part. And if you start uh, a little more than a mild setting, by the time you get to those upper levels of aggression, it might be a little too much. It's going to be trial and error with the increase method is what I'm saying. That's, that's my guess. That's my hunch. I have done it before. I'm going to try it again. Now, I like using the decrease method because I can figure out where I'm finishing a little more easily. Uh, even on that first pass, if I'm uh, dialed up a little too high, I can always stop that first pass and dial down a little lower and then continue my shave from there so that by the time I get to my third pass with an adjustable razor. Uh, it's nice and mild and I'm doing a little bit of cleanup and uh, I, get an, I get a nice smooth close result. Uh, however, I'm gonna try the increase method. So that's, that, that's my thinking about increase versus decrease. I think they're both very, very good. Your mileage may vary on each of them. I like the decrease method. I'm gonna try the increase method again and see if it gives me a smoother, uh, a closer result uh, rather than, well, a smooth, close result, a closer result, that sort of thing. So uh, looking forward to trying it. Rodney, thanks again for a really, really terrific topic of discussion. Really do appreciate it. Folks, what do you say? Comment below. Let us know. Increase method, decrease method when you use an adjustable razor. Looking forward to reading all your comments. Thanks again, Rodney. Really do appreciate it. And that wraps up another Monday morning mailbag. Thanks very much for tuning in again. I really do appreciate it. Please share, please subscribe, please like. Hit that bell so it'll give you a yell the next time I upload a video. Comment below. Let me know. Check out all the wonderful artists and soap makers and sellers that you see displayed on the bottom of the screen right now. They make and offer some wonderful artisan shave soap. They also offer some wonderful wet shaving gear to enhance your traditional wet shave. The next time you're online, please take a moment, pay them a visit. I sure would appreciate it. Thank you very much. Also, check out my Amazon product page at amazon.com slash shop slash Mark Zerady, where you'll find all the Amazon listed products that I review on this channel, organized and categorized so you can find everything in a snap very easily. I'll leave you with this laugh. Hey, we have another double take cartoon puzzle this week. Try to find the differences between the two cartoon panels. If you need more time, just pause the video or try to find all the differences before time runs out. Thanks very much for tuning in again. I really do appreciate it. Make it a great week.